The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. So Nick Ferrari, presenter Nick Ferrari at Breakfast on LBC Radio, particularly for Irish people who may be going to Britain in the coming days. How extensive are the rail strikes at present, or was that just a one-off yesterday? I'm afraid it's not. And I wish them all a very warm welcome, and please do come to this country because we want to bring as many folk back as we can. But they are a series of strikes. There is another one. I mean, I need to say that talks are continuing, but I don't think we clearly won't get anywhere. The next one is due tomorrow. Um, Thursday, and the one after that is on Friday, and then the unions are talking about further strike action. So I'm afraid uh, if they are planning a trip, they need to be aware of it. And I also need to tell you that it has had the impact that you would expect if you take 40 to 50,000 railway workers out of the railways. Mostly, it has to be said, not the drivers, but they're the ones who operate the signals and operate the stations. So the drivers can't really do anything without them. There are a few drivers at the RMT, but most of them are in another union. Uh, then you've pretty much got devastation across the network. They're talking about London being 95% congested yesterday. I don't know how they measure it, the bit I was in. I would say it was north of 100. They're talking about the economy taking a hit of more than £1 billion over the three days. We're only one day in. Um, again, I don't know how they work that out, but I can certainly believe it in the hospitality trade. And even on the days, they're quite canny, the union, the days that they take their strike action, as I'm sure is the same, absolutely the same, uh, in Ireland, the, the trains are not therefore in the right place. So it's not been a great day today, although they go back to work today, because they didn't really have anything running, certainly in major cities until late morning, and we'll have that same situation on Friday. So I'm afraid, uh, please come, come one and all, and be patient with us. What are the workers looking for? It's all down to inflation. This is the reality of inflation. When I tell you that these talks for pay have been going on for three years, why the strike action now? Because here in the UK, inflation had been running at 1.52%. We learned this morning it is at 9.1%. Those figures came out at 7am. And that is the reality, that when you now go to your supermarket, when you go to fill up your car, your van, your motorbike, whatever it might be, suddenly you realise the pound that you had in your pocket or your purse or your wallet is not getting the same impact. So the unions now, the workers, and you have to feel for some of them, many of them, are at the lower end of the pay spectrum, so they are demanding more. Now, broadly speaking, we have one rail uh, company in Merseyside that has settled for 7%. That is where inflation was at the back end of the year. Candidly, if the rail operating companies could come up with 7%, I think the strike would be solved. At the moment, it was 3 but the line broke about 45 minutes ago. It is thought that they might have moved to 4%. But as ever in these industrial situations, and you've covered probably more than I have, or as many as I have, there are other concerns about modernisation, so-called Spanish practices, self security and pensions. But these are private companies, albeit in receipt of subsidies from the state who are in dispute with their workers. Why has the Tory government, instead of trying to act as an honest broker between the parties, very much pitched in against the trade unions? Because I think they, they know... The way, or they fear the only way to control inflation, I'm not an economist, they say the only way to control inflation is you cannot be giving 7, 8, 9, 10% pay awards to all your railway workers because then your postmen and postwomen will want them. And once they want them, then it'll be the nurses and the doctors and the men and women who sweep the streets and empty up ends. And on and on it goes. And suddenly, economists will tell you, and certainly the government of the Bank of England has said this, you are feeding inflation and far from controlling it, not you are into immediate double-digit territory. And in fact, the pain gets worse. 
That's what they would say. They're wearing a, a, an economic rationale, and that is why they're trying to hold it up. In fairness, in fairness, that, that does seem to be borne out by economic theory, but some of the language used by some senior ministers has certainly been inflammatory. I think Grant Schaap, the transport minister, it's pretty much his watch. As you rightly say, the government don't employ these people, the rail companies do, but some of his language perhaps could have been tempered a little more. Well, Mick Lynch has been a regular on the TV screens over the last 48 hours or so. The General Secretary of the Rail, Maritime and Transport Union, uh, son of Irish immigrants, as you'd expect with a name like that. Um, he certainly stuck it to an awful lot of his interrogators on television and radio, hasn't he, Nick? I have to say that some of my colleagues have not covered themselves with glory here. And without doubt, I've had the, the privilege or had the benefit of speaking to Mr. Lynch. He is a very, very canny operator. There's no point going down the road of whether it's true or not that if a person starts a break and after 10 minutes he says hello to his boss, his break has to start again because he'll dismiss all of those. He plays the game brilliantly. He listens to the interviewer's question, comes to him and then mocks them, but in the most authoritative fashion. He did one TV interview where he was even asked what a picket line does. And with tremendous timing, it was almost like a professional actor, he just stood back and said, well, this is what a picket line does. And there were eight or ten people behind him holding banners. So you're absolutely right. But look, not for nothing is this the man who's represented the union that have got train drivers, average salary, average salary mat, 59,000. Some of the blokes and women driving the intercities, high 70s, maybe 80,000. He's very skilled at what he does. Still not as much as uh, members of the Houses of Parliament get paid, though, is it? No, and they enjoy the pay rise, and they're also moaning about the fact that they might have to have their subsidised food. The prices are going up in the restaurant. That's not a good look, and neither is a leaked letter from Steve Barclay, the Cabinet Office Minister, so one of the chief um, ADCs, aide de camp for Boris Johnson, writing to the Chancellor, saying, is it time now to relax restrictions on city bonuses? Uh, to attract businessmen and businesswomen to come and run the big cities. Let me tell you, in March, city bonuses alone accounted for £6 billion. So in the same week they're trying to hold a guard or someone who operates the signals to 3%, they're talking about unleashing the brakes. So you do more than £6 billion a month in city bonuses. Great work if you can get it. Nick Ferrari, presenter Nick Ferrari at Breakfast on LBC Radio. Thank you for joining us. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.